Welcome back to the Lonnie's Library Podcast. It's been a little while, but see, you know what I'm saying? Where have I been? I don't really know, but today's episode is going to be a very exciting episode because I'm going to be doing my mid-year wrap-up, freak-out, book tag, and TBR. Of course, as we do every other episode, we're going to be doing my what this week, but for this week, I'll be doing this week and last week because... Girly, where have I been? Truly. So, I have to update you guys a little bit on my music taste because I've fallen into a Kendrick Lamar obsession. Like, I mean, I've listened to every album. Repeatedly. I actually haven't listened to anything else since I started looking into him. And I don't know, like, what started this obsession or what made me even start listening to him or what happened there, but... And it's, it's an era I actually don't want to leave because I've been feeling much more like a baddie, like the baddie I should be now that I've listened to him. So I don't know. I don't know how that obsession started. My favorite album at the moment. Oh, that's hard. I don't really know. I don't even know why I asked that question, baby. I'm not even about to answer that. I have been really liking Miss Morale and the Big Steppers. I really like Die Hard. That's another one. <laughs> Such a good song. I want to say Duckworth is number three. Love that song. I love the whole damn album, though. Then United in Grief. And then maybe... I love All Right, because that one makes me feel a little sassy. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. So, I've fallen into a Kendrick Lamar obsession. Everybody knows it. And I've embraced it. I've been loving that fact about myself. Like, I'm going to start, like, flaunting that. Like, how I'd be like, oh, I really like books. I'm just going to start being like, I really like Kendrick Lamar. Like, what's your favorite Kendrick Lamar song? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the personality trait. Anyway, of course, I've been listening to my girl Lizzo. Like, Icon just makes me feel hot all the time. So, love Lizzo. I haven't been listening to much Lizzo recently because I've really been listening to mainly Kendrick Lamar. That's been 90% of my music taste. Oh, also on my top five, which doesn't count because I already have five, is Fear and Mirror. That's literally seven songs. But other than that, so that's my music for what this week. Um, For Drinkies, I have been obsessed with coffee because... I recently got a new coffee machine, and I forgot to update you guys because I didn't record an episode last week. But now that I am recording one, I am letting you know that your girl has gotten a coffee machine, and her life is okay. I'm, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, And I also recently got some sparkling grape juice, so I'll be drinking that when I get home. But also, i also been loving cheese. That's my little snacky this week. It did make me throw up the other day, so I don't know how long it'll be my snacky, but so 44 plus 8 plus 6. Our bill should have been $58, but you want to know what it was? 75. 75. I don't know what was on that bill, but I just know when it got in our hands, we didn't have the money for it, boo. Luckily, my sister had money on her, so she could pay for a little bit of the bill, which she had like $10 on her, so we 
had $68 covered. The rest was covered in dimes. And the waiter was not left a tip. I'm sorry, Queen. We went over our budget. If you're listening to this, I love you so much, Girly Pop. I, if I was rocking like that, you would have had your tip, I promise. But, girl, I'm broke. Okay. <laughs> Anywho. Anyway, let's get into support the point of today's episode. Because what am I talking about? Mid-year freakout. It's been a great reading year for me. My biggest goal this year in terms of reading was to read more books outside of my comfort genres with which at the time of last year was literally just fantasy and romance now I have a completely different reading palette now that I've stepped outside of my comfort zone and I my other biggest goal was to read a little bit slower because I felt like I was jetting through books last year and not really absorbing anything or truly enjoying anything last year like if you asked me right now today what was my favorite book of last year I couldn't tell you honestly just truly but this year I've been doing a lot better and I've been meeting some of my reading goals I've been finding new bookstagram besties and just having the grandest greatest time of my life I can't wait to do like some traveling and hopefully meet some of my bookstagram besties in person maybe maybe soon hold on uh, but pretty much this mid-year freakout is going to be me answering a few questions about my favorite books that I've read so far this year. So, I'm really excited, so let's just get right into it. The first question being an easy one. Literally, what's the best book that you've read this year so far? For example, it's going to have to be, I have two for this one actually. The first one is going to have to be my most recent read, which is Honey and Spice by Babalola. Oh my god. This book was everything, and I don't know how much of a synopsis I want to give because I don't want to spoil too much, and I think you should go into this book pretty blindly because it's so sweet and swing-worthy, and you should get to know the characters on your own. But I'll just say this. This book follows Malachi and Kiki. Uh, It is a romance, but it's written more with the feel of a literary or contemporary fiction. And... It follows Malachi and Kiki. They, Kiki is a podcaster, already relatable. Malachi is studying film at the college that they're at. They are actually at university in like England. Um, and I don't want to say anything more than that because honestly, anything else that you need to know outside of that, you should learn as you read. But Malachi and Kiki. So cute. I'm going to go to some of my notes on this book because so much to be said. So much to be said. Hold on. So this book, the tropes in this book, though, was fake dating and reverse grumpy sunshine. And it was just such good representation. This is one of the only romance books that I've read in the past, like, solid three years that has been as dense as I want it to be like y'all know when I read romance books I'm barely reading for the romance you can't convince me to read a romance book with just the romance I'm sorry I truly don't care that much about love this book has such good representation there the characters speak in AAVE which is African-American vernacular English the black womanhood and sisterhood representation was spectacular like I feel like so many books about black characters do not truly capture the beauty of being a black person. And this book did. And I'm like, oh, yes. 
it gave me everything. Fab at Low was prose and writing style was absolutely stunning. I do plan to read Love and Color uh, by her because I've heard that that book is spectacular too. So it just must be Volu Bo- Fab at Low. Like I, gave, I can't explain. Also, let's talk about how Kiki is literally me. She's literally me. Like she's sarcastic. She's all about the girlies. She's a reader, a podcaster, and watches Project Runway. Like that's her show. That's her show. And I'm like, a, I'm a little bit uncomfy because like this, <laughs> this is getting a little too relatable. So Malachi had an if Beale Street could talk poster. Okay, I'm swearing. Love Tupac. Are you serious? And he really loved and cared for his community. And I'm just going to look at that man. Like, don't get me started. I'm obsessed with him. (laughs) He was chef's kiss for real. Anyway, also, this story was very, very realistic. I love how the romance was the entire story. Like I tell y'all all all the time for really all of my favorite romance books, I tell you this. But I love when there's a story outside of the romance. Because... I feel like falling in love is something that takes place in your life. It's not your life. Do you know what I mean? And anybody that knows me knows that Taking Danny Brown is my favorite romance book ever. And this book was Taking in Danny Brown level. Yep, I'm saying it. I'm saying it. All of the girlies that I got to read Taking in Danny Brown, you need to go ahead and pick this one up, boo. Uh, can we talk about Kofi and Amina? Those are my children. I need a whole book on them. I need a whole book on them. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about this book. Go read this book. If I Let me know what I need to say to convince you to read it so I can go ahead and say it. Because I'll say anything. Anyway, the other best book that I've read this year was Starfish by Alyssa Phipps. This is also one of my biggest surprises of the year. Because when I pick up this genre, I don't really plan to absolutely adore the book that I read um I just kind of want more recommendations for younger children when I pick up this genre and that genre being young adult poetry but one of my favorite books of all time which is Solo by Kwame Alexander is a young adult poetry book and this book is on the same level this book um pretty much follows the story of a Latina fat girl as she goes through middle school and kids and children like y'all know children are despicable and have no filter they will bully you for the way you look (laughs) they truly don't care about the mental impact that that has on you or anything like that they don't care and she's going through that her name is Ellie yes it follows Ellie and she's getting bullied at school her best friend has moved And she doesn't live by her anymore. And it's really all about fat phobia, how parents, even Ellie's parents treat her like trash, specifically her mom. Uh, This book had the same vibe of I'm glad my mom died, where her mom is an almond mom. So you can imagine how atrocious her mom was acting because her daughter was fat and she's an almond mom. Yeah, it was bad. Like, I want you to get surgery that may kill you bad. Yeah, it was terrible, actually. It's just so good. This book brought me to tears, and I was reading it on a road trip in the middle of the night, and I was 
respectfully using the car like Tariq gets up because I could not sit it down and I was so obsessed and so entranced with the story and I just started sobbing my little eyes out so shout out to the librarians that recommended this book to me I love you so much let's move on to question number two what's the best sequel that you've read so far I don't know if this counts as a sequel but I'm gonna count it as a sequel and we're gonna go ahead and say the priory of the orange tree by Samantha Shannon. Y'all know how much I love this book. Y'all know how much I'm a fantasy girly to my core. Uh, and this book just fulfilled all of my fantasy cravings. There was dragons. There was a slow burn sapphic romance. There was pirates. There was like sailors and dragon riders and women warriors. And it was just so, so good. I made a whole episode on this book. Um, featuring a few of my favorite quotes also explaining the basics of this magic system so i pretty much made a the ultimate guide to the priory of the orange tree so if you want to read the priory of the orange tree go listen to that episode so that you can get a good idea of what the whole book is about and everything like that so yeah i won't say too much about this because i did make a whole episode on it and if you missed that one just go ahead and listen to that one just go ahead and listen to that now this is an interesting question, and that one is genre you've been loving and reading the most of. Uh, I don't know if I've been necessarily reading the most of this genre, but it is honestly two genres that I have been loving the most this year, and that I've been craving reading this year the most. Like, if that makes sense, I don't know. These are the genres that I've been wanting to read the most books from. And that is nonfiction and classics. Let that sink in. Yeah. This was a little shocker to me because you couldn't catch me reading a nonfiction or a classic last year. And this year, that has been my bag, like all year. I don't know how to explain how that happened. I know my first classic that I picked up this year was a Virginia Woolf book. Uh, and I won't be saying too much about that because I'm going to be talking about it later. So, let's talk about my biggest disappointment of the year. Being the Right Move by Liz Comfort. I don't even, I don't even know if I should get into why this book disappointed me. I feel like it was extremely hyped up when I started reading it and, um, the beginning was very strong, but as it continued on, it kind of, like, got worse and worse for me. I was reading the book pretty quickly. I'm pretty sure I read this book in a day or two. But I had such a hard time reading this book because I felt like the couple didn't have a chemistry. Like I told you, uh, my favorite books are those of which where the characters have lives, uh, before they get together and they're not just getting together to get together. I feel like Ryan Shea had a life and he's like a very well-developed character and everything. But he and Indy did not match well. He and Indy did not match well. They didn't have much chemistry to me. And I can't explain why completely. Um, well, yes, I can. But I'm not going to go into that, really. But also, Indy cried so much this woman cried literally every other chapter and i'm like baby i understand i i don't have anything against people that show emotions a lot but you ain't gotta cry every chapter 
It's okay. Nobody's out to get you. Nothing is happening. Nothing is even happening for you to be crying like this. I swear nothing's going on. Uh, and also, Ryan Shay did cute things, but uh, for some reason he wasn't, like, book boyfriend quality to me. Like, you have to have, like, this emotional intelligence and, like, this emotional intimacy with your the other character. Like, the book boyfriend has to have uh, an emotional in- intimacy with the main character for me to really be like, okay, that's a book boyfriend. Like, Zafir has so much emotional connection to Danny and taking in Danny Brown, and that's why I love this book so much. And also, Malachi has so much emotional intimacy with Kiki, and that's why I love that book so much. And I felt like Ryan Shea and Indy did not have that much emotional connection, truly. Anyway, I won't continue talking about this book in, like, destroying this book and demolishing this book. Because this is a lot of people's favorite book. And I'm not going to be doing that to y'all. If you read this book and loved it, I I still love you, girly. I hope you still love me. Uh, It's nothing personal. It just wasn't for me. Now, my biggest surprise of the year, I have two, actually. The first being Cersei by Madeline Miller. I don't know. I didn't really go into this book with much expectation because I only saw one person really talk about it seriously and at first I couldn't decide what to rate this book because I was either going to give it a two star or a five star and I ultimately decided on giving it a five star but the difficulty in writing it for me was because the the way it was promoted to me was it being a woman rage book and it didn't have the woman rage that I want y'all know if y'all follow me on bookstagram or anything y'all know that woman rage for me is absolutely disgusting it's like malice it's evil and it's nasty and it's like true rage and that's what I want when I want to read when I want to read a woman rage book I want to read some psychotic stuff like I'm not like we need to be killing folks you know what I'm saying I'm not trying to read anything cute so this book was not as evil as I wanted it to be in other words uh but as I thought on my rating some more, I was very entranced by this book, and I literally could not put it down. And there were so many gorgeous, gorgeous quotes from this book that I still think about and that I just adore and that I'll forever think about because this book was so good. That's all I'm going to say. It's not for everybody. It's definitely not for everybody, especially if I wouldn't even go into it expecting woman rage. I would go into it expecting because Cersei didn't have much rage this book for me was more about the loneliness that she succumbed to how this loneliness kind of wallowed around her and all of these different things if that makes sense but yeah I think the main emotion in this book was loneliness and like isolation rather than rage but my other surprise of the year was conversations with friends by Sally Rooney Now, a lot of people that I trust have recommended this book, but I don't know. I just never took Sally Rooney that seriously for some reason because it's either one side of the spectrum for everybody. Like, either you love her or either you hate her. And I just so happened to be one of the girlies that loved her because Conversation with Friends was so juicy, and I absolutely adored it. I thought it was so cute. 
not cute actually it was actually kind of it's actually kind of messy and actually kind of full of drama and i really really enjoyed it so i don't know i highly recommend i know a lot of people recommend her and i will be another person recommending her uh though i don't think i'll be reading a lot of her books i don't think she's like a new favorite author or something but i do really like conversations with friends i didn't really like normal people so I would recommend reading Conversation with Friends, not Normal People. Anyway, the next question is new favorite author. And I really only have one new favorite author. Well, actually two. The first being Bolu Babalola, as y'all know. Honey and Spice I love, and I'm pretty sure I'll love Love and Color. Um, but the other being Virginia Woolf. She's one of my new favorite classics author. Um, because her, the thing that she chooses to write about is so interesting. Like, Mrs. Dalloway was a book about a 55 or something year old lady and, like, the day in the life of a 55 year old lady to the lighthouse was about, um, a lady who, like, dies in the middle of the book. The main character dies in the middle of the book. And I think Orlando is kind of like a gender studies book. She just chooses really interesting things to talk about. And she is also an author that I feel won't go too far when it comes to racism, homophobia, or transphobia, or any form of bigotry, which I'm grateful for. Okay, the next question is books that I've read for book club and enjoyed. The first being Scorched Grace by Margaret Duahi. And this book is like a murder mystery full of nuns and all about the Catholic Church and there's some arson involved and there's like a little queerness involved. And it's just so good. And it made my I don't know. I was so interested in this book. I read this book so quickly. I think I read this book in a single night. Because the writing was so easy to read and it was just so interesting. It's interesting enough to keep my attention the whole time. It wasn't necessarily a five-star read for me. But if you love a good thriller every now and then or you love a good mystery every now and then, I would recommend this book. And then the second being another book that I read recently, which I'm going to talk about all of the books that I read in June and July in one episode. It's going to be like a summer wrap-up. That's all for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to know a little bit more about the books that I plan to read for the end of the year, you can check that out in the description box of today's episode. Um, I have about seven books, seven to ten books that I know for a fact I want to get to before the year ends. Leave a comment on your favorite book of the year so far. And I'll be seeing y'all next week. Remember to give Lonnie's Library a five-star rating and follow so you don't miss next week's podcast. I love you so much. Bye-bye.